everyone and welcome to this ARU podcast series, The Out of Hospital Science, a podcast series developed by student paramedics for student paramedics. Today on this episode titled uh, Religion in Practice, uh, we will explore the place that religion has within our clinical practice, uh, both in the sense of a clinician's religion and the religious beliefs of patients. We will attempt to openly talk about how and if at any point religion can affect or change the practice of a clinician, as well as discussing challenges or obstacles that may appear when assessing and managing a patient due to their religious beliefs. Um, We will try and explore the moral ethics of such challenges and how we can improve as healthcare professionals to achieve equity when treating different people from different backgrounds in our communities. Uh, with me today, I have uh, Amy Ginger. Please, if you don't mind, uh, go go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I'm Amy Ginger, and I'm a third year student paramedic at um, Anglia Ruskin University, and I do my placements in London. I'm also um, a Christian, and I use that in every day of my life. Well, thank you very much for that introduction, Amy, and uh, especially thanks for joining me on this episode of the Out of Hospital Science. Um, if you don't mind, let's begin by talking about your experiences out in practice. Um, I know, and as you've said, uh, religion is uh, a very relevant part of your life. Uh, do you think religion has a place in practice? Uh, and do you take your religious values and beliefs with you when you're out on a, a placement shift? Um, or do you tend not to? So for me, uh, my values as a Christian are very much coincide with the values of paramedics should have. So I believe paramedics should be caring and they should be honest and they should be open with their patients. And for me, it's what I strive to do with all of the patients. So I care for them and I look after them. And um, that is what I believe God has called us as Christians to do. So my pra- my practice as a paramedic helps me practice as a Christian. Great, that's um, that's very interesting. Now, do you think, because obviously you had these values before you started training as a paramedic at university, how do you think those values kind of helped you decide what career you wanted to do? And in this occasion, like, did your religious values um, kind of point you in the direction of paramedicine because you wanted to care for other people or just I want to kind of um, understand how you chose this degree and did your religion help you choose this degree in any way? Um, Well for me it was very important that I did what I believed God was calling me to do Um, and I know that God has given me a loving heart and a caring attitude Um, and I wanted to use those things God has given me as a gift to best practice my um, in my life and make them uh, gift them to everyone else Um, 
so I then looked for caring jobs and paramedic medicine was one of the most caring jobs I could see and it suited every part of my personality for what I wanted to do with my life um but I don't think you have to be doing a caring job to be a Christian Mm. um I think everyone as long as you're using the gifts and throughout what you're doing um you're keeping God at the center of your life I think it's very um whatever job you do is important but for me the job God wants me to be doing is being becoming a paramedic cool so I understand that you kind of take those values into your practice is there sometimes where you think that you know those values clash with other things or um you know have you have you found yourself at any point in a kind of um mental dilemma or ethical conflict where your things that you've learned at university for example or things that you've seen uh in practice kind of don't really they don't really go hand in hand with your religious values and how do you deal with that or how do you process that if that's been the case um i think that's an interesting question um and speaking for me personally i don't know if every christian in the world thinks this um but um but the conflicts that i have in um practice have for me shown me more of god's love because it has learned made me deal with um the difficulties that we see the hardships of the world today and that has really made me question um why god's allowing this to happen or made me question and read through what i actually believe myself um and that's one of the most difficult things to see is you're exposed to the difficulties of society um and i'm looking how god is working in those so very simple um things that i see in practice just show me god's love through that thank you very much for that answer amy that's definitely very interesting that was very insightful um i now would like to discuss and talk about um because during these two years that we've both been on placement um i myself have encountered situations where um religious belief have become um maybe a barrier or um or a a challenge when it came to um, assessing and managing a patient effectively but also trying to have that utmost respect for what they believe in and those religious beliefs Um, have you had any situations where you've encountered that and as a religion as a religious person yourself how do you think it's the best way we can deal with that or what what is your experience so i've had quite a few patients particularly of the muslim faith where they believe Mm. um women should be covered up um for many religious reasons um where i've had to go and assess a patient and they've not been comfortable particularly with my male colleagues um looking at their chest for any sign which are an important part of our assessment Mm. um but for me i find it's more important to respect their religious values at that point um unless there's something immediately life-threatening at that point. Um, An assessment can happen later on when you've got the right people in environment that they will feel the most comfortable in. Um, So I had one particular patient, for example, that um, she was very scared, didn't want my two male mentors um, to go anywhere near her. I asked if I could have a look at her chest 
seen if she'd be more comfortable and she said no no because they were still in the facility of the ambulance mm. um so then when we arrived to hospital i asked the nurse nursing staff that were there to have an assessment with her in a private room with female only colleagues and she was happy with that to happen um and then i know in that situation it wasn't an emergency i did not have to look at every part of her chest at that point um so I was comfortable for waiting that bit to make sure we were respecting her values as much as possible, because mm. I know that I would expect the same return. However, if it was more of a serious event that needed to happen, then I probably would have to rethink um, Your strategy. my strategy around that yeah. and maybe trying to make it more more inclusive at that point. So maybe getting my mentors to go a bit further away or um, make it as decent as possible for her. I definitely agree with you and I myself have um, encountered similar challenges to that. Um, from my experience, I think it's extremely important to always respect what the patient wants because at the end of the day, uh, patients have uh, capacity and they can consent or not consent to uh, whatever they want. And I think that is completely a baseline of our practice. So I think we should always be respecting that. Um, but there is the occasional case, as you say, where you really believe that um, an assessment or an intervention, let's say an ECG or auscultation, um, will, you know, define what management you choose for that patient and it's, it's quite important I think in those cases it is extremely uh, important to explain to the patient to their uh, partner or family um, what you want to carry out what the reason is um, why you want to do an ECG or auscultate the patient's chest or inspect the patient's chest and then let them know uh, why you want to do it, what the benefits of it will be, what the um, risks um, are if it's not done and really offer them the opportunity to tell you what would be the most comfortable way of this, um, of this assessment or management happening. Uh, and I think if you really include them in that conversation um, and always um, respect uh, their religious beliefs, and make them aware that you do, that, you know, I am not here to force you onto anything. You have capacity, you can send to whatever you want. But I think the benefits of doing this will be X, Y and Z. And if we don't do it, we run risks of um, whatever, you know. And I think including them in that conversation and giving them all the information for them to balance, I think that is is very important. Yeah, I definitely agree with that because um, communication not just with our religious patients but with all of our patients That's is very true. one of the most important aspects and skills we have as clinicians um so being sensitive towards that particularly with our religious patients um is important so we discuss with them and just make them feel as comfortable as we can yeah i think as you say i completely agree communication is key to caring and to delivering good care but when especially when you're faced with these challenges um then you know communication becomes the real key to to delivering that uh, good patient care that we're known for that is uh great and i really enjoyed having that discussion with you amy um so i am not i don't consider myself um religious um however 
um, about two years ago, I did go to a um, Christian mission uh, to Mexico. It was uh, a group of doctors um, who went to Mexico to do um, to do surgery on poor patients who couldn't afford uh, surgery um, there in Mexico. Um, and I went there to observe and it was really interesting because I remember um, before the patients went into um, theatre, I remember myself being there and all the surgical team being around the patient with the patient family and um, we all said a prayer for that patient. Um, what, what, what place do you think religion has in, um, in a clinical setting, for example, in that case? Um, what, what's your opinion on that? Um, I think it's one of the main, it should be the centre for me of um, clinical practice. So people believe that there should be this clear line between clinical and religion. Um, but for me, God invented that in clinic. He made the ingenious minds that came up with all that medical knowledge. And the reason why surgeries can happen today is because God put the knowledge on those surgeons' heart and uh, he's working through um, surgeons, doctors, paramedics' hands as they're l looking after the patients. Um, and for me, I think it's very important to, for me to keep God at the centre of what I'm doing. So, for example, I will start by praying with pay by for my patients but I don't necessarily tell them straight away um they will if they ask me about religious wills I'll bring it bring it up but for me it makes me it makes me be the best clinician I can be because I know God's uh using my hands and my voice to treat my patients um and it's not just from my own power it's from his um so like when you're saying with your doctors before um I think they're they just want the best for their patients and bringing God into it um, just makes the whole situation be um, bringing in the most highest power to help with um, their treatment. Well, thank you very much for um, answering quite a complex question there. Um, so in order to finish, I'd like to ask you, about your university experience because obviously this this podcast is um, aimed at uh, student paramedics so I'm sure some people will have in their minds um, the question of I think most young people nowadays are not not religious um, how have you kind of um, what's your university experience been like uh, being a strongly religious person and having friends who um, are not religious and that I personally being your friend and flatmate during first year of university I asked you loads of questions about your religious beliefs and you always managed to answer them very um, clearly and very nicely what's your university experience been like as a young person who is religious um, yeah what, what what's it been like um, it definitely brings up challenges. Um, and before I came to uni, I was quite um, involved in churches and majority of my friend, my close friends were Christians and believed very similar lines to me. Um, so it definitely made me when I came to uni and I knew that it was happening uh, when I came to uni and I would find people who would have very different um, beliefs to me. Um, I knew it would challenge me. But as 
going through it for two years, I definitely think it's helped my faith because um, like yourself will ask me questions and it's definitely made me develop my own faith and it not just be my friends or my family's faith. Um, I've had to read up what I believe and why I believe it and actually almost argue my points more. So for me, it's made me much more of a a strong strong in God and knowing myself more um, and it's also been the amazing opportunity for me to um, talk to people about what I really truly believe and seeing them wanting to know more about more about God for me is a good witness um, which is what is supposed to be a good part of my religious um, values um, and I want to show so I'm able to show them love and kindness um, and so openly their idea their eyes to um a christian viewpoint but also they've opened my eyes to um making sure i really i'm not just believing it for my own, for family's sake but for the sake of my own beliefs that makes sense yeah definitely that really makes sense and um what i'd like to um ask you next is has university provided or kind of do you think it cares for people with religious beliefs and um if not how could uh universities improve um so i think uh, our university anger asking is quite a unique uni in some sense um so majority of my friends uh, christian friends who've gone to unis uh different unis have quite a christian basis of friends so they have a thing called cu which is like a christian union um where they're able to be a part with other Christians, be with other Christians. And it's not something our uni has. Uh, this is probably because of the size of um, the uni and everything. Um, so I don't really feel that supportive whilst I'm at uni um, for the lack of other Christian students um, from the uni's part. Um, but um, but I do have the strong friends at home who can help teach me um, how and support me from there. Okay, so that brings this episode to a close. Um, and yeah, thank you, Amy, for coming. And thank you for chatting to us about um, how you interpret um, and bring religion into your practice, um, how you uh, face challenges when it comes to different religious beliefs. Uh, but I think we've really um, kind of uh, concluded or we can really conclude on the fact that we uh, are very lucky as clinicians to be part of a, a multicultural society um, where we cherish uh, diversity and where we see diversity as an immensely positive thing, where um, I think personally it's a uh, great and amazing opportunity for us to learn about other religions, other beliefs and other cultures. Uh, so once again, thank you very much for uh, coming on this episode. I am extremely thankful and uh, yeah, hopefully chat to you in the future. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming, Amy.